family finance the podcast. It is me, Reggie, your host. Today is Saturday, February 20th, 2021. And I have a great one for you today. This is going to be great. This is going to be fun. I have a special surprise for you guys today. So let's get it. Yeah. Welcome, everybody, to this podcast. Thank you so much for being here and listening and taking part. Today is a beautiful day. I have... With me, live from Mazatlan, Mexico, I have Mr. Messiah Gabriel Aristide. Like, you guys know, um, uh, he's our second son, Karina and I, and he's in Mexico for six months. Uh, and so it is such a privilege and a great, great time right now. I'm so happy. And he's here with us via phone. So hopefully the quality is going to be right. But uh Messiah Gabriel Aristide, are you here? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Um, hear yes, I can hear you, sir. I can sure. hear you. Sure. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> uh, this is great. We just we just spoke a few seconds ago, and I was just you know talking to my son, telling him how much I missed him, but uh, you know like just hearing his voice felt so great. I have a big smile on my face right now. You can't see it. <laughs> But I'm smiling. I can't stop smiling. So, uh, Gabriel, how you doing, man? Oof, I'm, I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Uh, you know, just, yeah, just learning a lot, processing a lot. But overall, it's been awesome. That's beautiful. What's the temperature right now? Like, what what's it look like down there? Uh, it's it's sunny. It's like, wait, hold on. It's like, hold on, hold on. I think it's like, 25, 26 degrees okay. Celsius. Nice. And like, yeah, the sun doesn't quit, so that's it's, right. it's nice. That's right. Well, that's beautiful. Yeah. Right now, we got snow all over the place for us, but uh, <laughs> I saw some of the pictures you put up, you know what I mean? Like, oh, the roof, the view you have. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my yeah, goodness. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's very tempting. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> So wow, man, nah. this is this is beautiful. You're live in Mazatlan. So listen, for the listeners right now, I want you to tell them a little bit why are you down there? What are you doing? And just kind of give us a little picture of of you, uh, of who you are, introduce yourself a little bit, and why are you down there? What are you doing? Okay. Um so yeah, I'm uh in a discipleship training school with YWAM, uh, essentially youth with a mission. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm here on a base. It's a worldwide thing, and I'm here on a base in Mazatlan, Mexico. And I'm here as a missionary. And uh, it's a it's a it's a school essentially. It's a university, and it's six months, six months. And like the first three months is a lecture phase, where like we kind of learn about God and learn about you know different processes and how to how to have like real change in your life and all that stuff. And then the next three months is the outreach phase, where we really go out and we put we've learned to practice and we go out and we evangelize and we do ministry and we support people, you know, and that's kind of like the basis of what we do here. Mm-hmm. And every week there's a speaker and we share on different topics and we learn about, you know, 
the different uh, aspects, you know, and different uh, about the Bible and about, you know, different things. And yeah, it's, it's challenging every week and there's a lot to process, a lot to learn. And yeah, that's, 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 what, that's what it's like. Wow. Yes. Yeah. So, so is there, uh, uh, I, I figure you guys are a group down there. Yep. Um, yeah. So, so like how many, how many are there in the group? Yeah. So like the campus is a lot of people, but like our specific school, which is the Burning Hearts DTS, mm -hmm. we are 43 members. Uh, we're actually like 11 guys and like 30 girls, which is pretty crazy, but wow. If, <laughs> yeah. 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 That's and crazy. Yeah. We're right? 43. Yeah. Wow. 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 Okay. Yeah. All right, all right. All right. Okay. Wow. Eleven guys and thirty girls in the program. Yeah. All right. Goodness. Yeah. It's pretty. Yeah. That's intense. <laughs> yeah. All the guys are like squished up in one dorm room, and That's then like, right. the rest of the girls have like four rooms. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh my goodness. So so yeah, awesome, you started uh, this process, and um, you know when we were. Um, still here uh we were you know you started that process and stuff and doing videos and stuff like that and it's amazing how god just opened up the door for you uh just wide open to get there speak a little speak a little bit about that yeah that was that was none other than miraculous seriously mm. um the way the way it was set up you know because we were my passport was canceled for a long time like the finances were canceled for a long time and like we were just trying to figure it out and trying to like um, ask God for ways to provide and stuff and, and the fundraising and everything. But like, it all just aligned up so perfectly. Like, That's like right. the, the money came in, the passport came in, like the, what's it called? The medical insurance, like everything just like lined up, you know? Yeah. And like, even just after I left, like five days after I left at like 10, like Canada, like closed down the borders. Like we can't go to Mexico anymore. That's crazy. Like, I, it's just too perfect. You know, it's, it's, it's crazy. Wow. Wow. That, yeah. that was like beautiful. When we look at the big <laughs> picture, you see the hand of God straight up because it's like yeah. everything yeah. just bam, 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 fell into place that last week. And, and, yeah, uh, the and last now, three days. yeah, yeah. The last three days. Wow. And now you've been yeah. over there for almost a month. Wow. Almost two months. Almost two months. Almost two months. Almost two, yeah, yeah, that's true. February's almost done. Yeah. That's true. Time yeah. is flying by. Almost two months already. And uh, yeah. man, like, like, okay, so so listen, there's so much questions I have for you. I've written down like 28, but obviously I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm not going to ask you. <laughs> I'm not going to ask you all the 28 questions, but. But like, man, I'm like, this is, this is crazy. You know, it's, it's like, it's, I have so much stuff I, I want to ask. So I'm just, you know, we'll see how it goes. You know what I mean? We kind of, we'll, we'll probably go all over the place, but it doesn't matter. At least we're having a conversation and that's what this yeah. is all about. And, uh, you know, like, as you know, the, 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 the subtitle to our, to our podcast is, you know, real conversation with real people for real change. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. and so, but I, I want to start with this here, you know, like I want to start with this question. Um, while we were, uh, you know, every now and then via WhatsApp or whatever we were talking or messenger and stuff. And, and one day you, you, you sent us a message saying that you were going to do a 10 day fast. Uh, you're going to, mm -hmm. you're going to fast your phone. You know what I mean? Like, you know, and everything that represents. Why, mm -hmm. why did you do that? And what, 
Can you give us a little bit of insight into that? Yeah, definitely. Um, it, it was a pretty crazy story. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I was sitting in uh, elective classes, and there was a moment where I was just there, and I was like, just so confused, and uh, I just felt attacked, you know, spiritually, and I knew that like something was wrong, and like there was something missing, and um, yeah, I was really I was praying about it, and I was seeking the Lord, and like He really asked me to to take ten days to fast my phone and to to really focus on Him, and I was like, okay, like I don't even use my phone like that, like I was wondering why, but. So yeah, like I started the fast and like, there's just been a lot of revelation on like the value of the phone yeah, and why, why we use it so much. And like, I realized like I was relying on my phone for like everyday things like, 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 um, just like, um, waking up in the morning, even, um, like a sense of like comfort. Yeah. Like when you're in a crowd and like, there's nothing to do, like you just go on your phone, you go on Instagram, you go on whatever, and you're just kind of distracted and you don't really focus in That's on what's right. happening around you. Mm-hmm. And that's just been a great like revelation because like it takes maturity to have a phone really because there's so much on there and there's so much distractions and things that was gonna pull you away from actual reality, you know. So mm-hmm. I learned that like it's like life is more than just like being on your phone all the time. There's people around you. There's come on you know, things to look at, people to talk to. Come on and relationships that can be built. You know, I feel like. Yeah, like the phone can be a, a stumbling block for relationships around you, you know, and relationship with wow. God. So, wow, this this just, is yeah. good. This is good. This is good. I, mean, I just want to jump in on this real quick. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Like, in the sense that, you know, the because nowadays we we see how a lot of I mean, everybody's got a phone. You know what I mean? Like, it's mm-hmm. like, and and mm-hmm. we we're seeing it younger and younger. Like, kids have phone at at younger ages and younger and younger. <laughs> And we're talking about, like you're saying, like how this could be a a, a stumbling block for relationship building. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that. Can you like just you know speak a little bit more about that? Yeah. Um, like when you're when you're in a group or you're you know just talking to someone and you like you just and you just like use your phone or like just spend time like looking at what other people are doing in other parts of the world. Like it just like stops reality, kind of. You know, it kind of puts you in a different place at a different time. Mm-hmm. And that's what I feel like the phone does sometimes, you know, for the people who, do, who use it like excessively, mm-hmm. like it just like, it takes the present and then moves it somewhere else. So you're not present where you are. So you don't, you can't fully relate to people, you know, and sometimes like they can be on their phone together and whatever, but I just feel like there's, there's a lot you're missing out, you know? Yeah. And there's a lot of communication and just like connection that you can have with people. And that's what the phone kind of takes away sometimes, you wow. know? Wow. Yeah. Wow. And there was a speaker one time who was talking about social media and he was like, yeah, like Instagram, like it gives identity to so many people. Mm. And like they really take their identity from likes and from what people are doing. And it, like it's, I'm not saying Instagram is a bad thing, but if you're like, if you're, if your life is invested in social media, it can be dangerous for your identity. That's right. You know, so, which is which is crazy, and that can affect how you relate to people as well. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Wow, wow, wow. And it's it is such a it's such a it's like a cultural thing now. Like a phone is almost mm-hmm. it's not even like a a tool for a lot of people. It's almost like a cultural thing, and it's almost like an obligation 
to have a phone mm. and to be able to, and, and you know, I can understand. I mean, there's some importance in, in using it, but social media being on there to a point where it develops your identity. Mm. Now we're moving into some serious, excessive stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, seriously. So, so speaking of cultural, you know, uh, things, I mean, you're in Mexico right now, mm -hmm. right? You're in Mazatlan, Mexico. So, so, uh, you know what? What's the major? What's what are the major differences from Gatineau, Quebec to <laughs> Mazatlan, Mexico? <laughs> Oof. Uh, okay, people, people here in Mexico. First of all, are really like I don't know, touchy. Uh, like, say, just get up in your business and like, they, like, just go up to you and talk to you and like really get inside your personal space. You know, they, Mexico people they love to do that. You know, and like it's, I was at first I was like, what, what are these people doing? But like it's it's culture, That's and right. I'm not used to that kind of stuff. And I used to people like literally kissing me. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it, yeah, it's just the different. It's so like it's not like a major major shift. Like even down here in Mexico, which isn't too far from Canada, it's still like people don't think the same way here. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and and I have this story where like uh. There's a ministry we do here where we go out and we go to people's houses and we, we hand them Bibles and we and kind of minister to them. And, like, these people are just so open. It's crazy. Like, it, it's uh, I've never seen anything like it, you know, and people really are at least open to hear about the truth and open to, to talk about it, which That's isn't right. very common, I guess. So it's it's really, like, I don't know, like, people are more... I don't know, they're open to a lot of things here, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What about the tacos? You've been eating tacos? <laughs> Breakfast, Oof, lunch, uh, supper? <laughs> yep. No, seriously, sometimes we have, like, these, like, little, I want to say tacos, but, like, these, like, uh, these tortilla things for, for breakfast. Like, I don't, they put tahina on everything. Like, on oranges, they put tahina on there, popcorn, like, on fruits. Like, they, tacos galore. They eat tacos. And like, are they like the tacos here? Tacos are they like the tacos here? You know how sometimes people say like Chinese food is not the same as Chinese food over here. <laughs> You're, is, or is it yeah, the same? Yeah. Is it like the tacos? Do they look like the tacos we eat over here? No, not. they don't. Eh? Nah, the tacos here they they fill them up. Like they're and they're like real me. I like I've been to Taco Bell and stuff and like That's and not even the same. to like the the gringo burrito and stuff. Like yo, like these. This stuff is real. I don't know. They cook it up right there in the stove and like, I don't know. It just gets different. It's right <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like, it's authentic, you know? That's right. And That's right. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and spicy too. Like, they put a lot of spicy stuff in. But well, you know we do spices. You know what I mean? That's yeah, how you know yeah. we do spices. Anything you couldn't yeah. handle? No, I mean, no. <laughs> I'll be honest. Like, obviously, there was some like really hot stuff, but like, I, I was I was surviving, you know, with a little water. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome, man. That's really awesome. Mm -hmm. It's good to hear. All right, so a little a little bit more serious. Um, as you're uh, now, it's been it's been it's almost going to be two months now, because uh, February is almost over. So it's almost going to be two months. Uh, so far, in terms of what you've learned so far, how is it affecting your life? How do you feel affected as an individual? 
Mm, that's deep. Um, I think a big thing that I've learned is just like how your decisions affect everyone else, you know, mm. and how your character can affect everyone else and what you do and the decisions you make every day, even in the personal and the private, like it all affects the public, you know? Yeah. And uh, one thing I've learned that was really big was like, um, like your, your identity and your character. And if you don't know who you are, like it's, it can bring like so much like issues to the people around you. You know, if you don't really know yourself mm-hmm. and if you don't really know, like, you know what it means to, to really be like, uh, in your identity and who you are in Christ. And, you know, I just feel like, um, and, and God has lots to offer. And, yes. but if you don't, if you don't take it, then it's like, you won't receive it. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you don't, if you don't go for it then you won't receive it. And like, um, yeah, just like, just how, how far, um, your identity goes in throughout this world because change people, change people. Absolutely. And once people are changed and families are changed, that's when we can really start to see change in our communities, you know, that's right. In cities and, and all things. So like, yeah, just, just like, you know, cause and effect and how powerful it really is, you know, that's right. I think that's the biggest thing. One of the biggest things I've learned so far. Wow. Yeah. And it's, and it's so true. You know, uh, I, I used to put it this way, transform people, transform people or change people, yep. change people, yep. just like yep. hurt people, hurt people as well. Yeah. Oof. Right. Yep. And so, and so it's yep. so true, man. It's like, you know, sometimes when we're in such environment and we're learning and we're, 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 we're totally dipped and drenched in the environment, you know, uh, it feels like it's almost like it's a mountaintop type experience. But at the same time, you guys are also drenched in the community because you get to go out there and, and yep. you know, put in practice. So how, how has it been to, to get out there, not under, well, I guess now you, you starting to understand a bit more the language, but how is it, yep. like with the language barrier and stuff, how is it now to, to be able to actually go out there and, and everything that you're receiving and stuff to be out there and to actually put it in practice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. I can't lie. It's tough because of the language barrier for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of ministries that we do like, uh, like children's ministry and like, like skate ministry and like sports ministry and things like that. And we have translators, which are useful, but sometimes like you just be on the street and like, there are things that happen, you know, and you don't have a translator and you're out there and like you like, and something like needs to be done. So like, um, for me personally, I can have like small conversations, but, um, it's, it's, it's kind of tough, but at the same time, like some of the things we learned was to like, to respond when the Holy Spirit asks you to do something or to respond when, uh, when someone's in need and when someone's in trouble. Mm-hmm. And so like at random points, like I would go up to someone and be like, how are you? Like, how's your day? And like, there's been some pretty, pretty awesome testimonies so far at GTS where like, there's someone who like, just like, just needed someone to talk to in that day or. Yeah. Someone who's really struggling with something and like they go up to them and like, even though they can't really speak Spanish, they start talking to them and they're like, yeah, like I was really struggling with this. And like, something like there was literally a testimony where like someone was literally walking to commit suicide oh, wow. and someone felt that they needed to talk to them and like they were brought to Christ that day, you know? Wow. And like that was, that was the craziest thing I've ever seen because wow. like, wow. you never know, you never know. And even though there's a language barrier, like that doesn't change like God's power, it doesn't change the power of being there for someone. 
you That's know, right. or just just being open and like and responding. So it's definitely tough, but it's it's a work in progress as well, you know. That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the the capacity that we have to learn, especially you know, uh, with the brains you guys have, you know, the young folk, you know, you got, you know, the capacity to learn and to be able to, you know, assess the situation at the end of the day, you know what I mean? Like this is your first two months there. I figure by the Mm -hmm. time you get up there, you know, you'll be, you'll probably be, be able to do a bit more than just small conversation in Spanish. Yeah. I hope so. Uh, yeah, I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and and I think and it's you know it's 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 pretty interesting because you know as you're saying that I'm thinking there's there's being able to assess a situation you know doesn't necessarily have to do with the language more than Holy Spirit listening to what Holy Spirit mm. is saying to you mm. and then yeah. after that you know I guess then it's when you have to move on it then I guess now you need a translator or depending on whatever the situation is. Yeah. Like, did you have to do that? Did you uh, did you experience um, Holy Spirit telling you to do something and then needed a translator? You had it or didn't have a translator, but did it anyway? Did you experience something like that so far? Yeah, yeah, for sure, multiple times. Um, there are times where uh, we were handing out Bibles and like there was this person who was uh, blind, but like I didn't know, you know. And then like, uh, oh, wow. yeah, Holy Spirit was really asking me to like go and, and pray for him and, and, and talk to him. Like I went up to him, you know, and I was asking like what's up, what's going on, and like he he had been like really, really like really, really wishing for a miracle. You know, yeah. really wishing for someone to come pray for him. And like so we, we spent that time, we prayed for him, and like there were some other people, like there was a translator who came a little later. And yeah, like I I still don't know if he was healed that day or mm-hmm. but he, he had hope, you know, and he understood that uh, wow. he could actually trust, you know, and there's like there's so many times like even in our in our own like in our own community like in inside the DCS like there were times where like they asked me to talk about something to this person and like they was to start crying because like they were dealing with that you know and they they didn't understand like how to deal with it mm. and like I don't know like when like there's something about responding that's and right. like that's that initial response is what is is what God's gonna take to like actually move, you know, so despite the language and all that. That's right. That response. Yeah. So, so I guess trust is a major thing. Mm-hmm. Learning mm-hmm. to trust, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. how, how has that been to you? Like we, I mean, we talked a little bit about it, like uh, learning to trust God. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What, what does, how does that translate for you? What, what did you learn so far in that process? Oof. Uh, yeah, there was, it was, there was one week where, uh, a speaker was, was talking and then I asked a question and he, he just, he started looking at me and I was like, and he was like, do you find it hard to trust people? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, yeah, I know why. And he started like explaining certain things about my life that I, like, I didn't realize, you know, and, mm. and I recognize that like, it's, it is, it is hard for me to trust and like to trust God sometimes. And, and at one moment, like God was telling me like, yo, like you need to trust me with your trust issues. Like you need to to give them to me, you know, and to really like learn, you know, and it's, it's, it's obviously been a process, but it's, it's like, it, it, like it, 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 it really changes how you see God and yeah. it really changes how you, how you like, how you can live your life every day when there's actually trust there. And when God speaks, like it's easier to respond 
you know, and it affects for everyone else. That's right. That initial, that trust, but it's a process too. That's awesome. Yeah. That's true. That's very mm-hmm. true. It is a process. As we were saying, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm turning 47 years old and it's, you know, you're still, there's different areas that are awakened to, I have to trust God with that, you know, mm-hmm. and it's, mm-hmm. and it's, and it's challenged in different ways. And so absolutely it's, it's definitely a process. That's for sure. What, what would you mm-hmm. say, what would you say is, um, a major difference that you see? What, what I mean by that is this, um, we often, uh, you know, call Canada as being a rich country. You know what I mean? Like you're rich, you know what I mean? And stuff like that. And then, uh, and then we have countries that are not as rich. You know what I mean? That are, mm-hmm. that we quote unquote, again, I, I use my quotes here, my air quotes that we call rich, unrich or third world or whatever, all that kind of stuff. So, so what's been the major difference between the people, the people uh, that you see over there, of course, in the, and, and, then, and then what you usually know? Right. What's what's been a major difference in terms of what you've seen so far? People here are not afraid of hard work. Mm. Um, people here, they go out and they do what they got to do to feed their families. And like I was like I was I did a lot of like ministry in certain areas and like there's 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 happiness, you know, in the small things. Yeah. And some people don't even have electricity. They don't even have like um, like there's dirt like in their houses, like everywhere. And like, they're, they're happy, you know, and they're enjoying each other. And like, there's no phones. Like, like some people don't have phones really. Some people do, obviously some people do, but like, it's, there's a lot of areas where in like the poorer countries and the poor areas, like in the poor, like villages, like they find happiness in the small things mm-hmm. and, and they don't worry about like, um, their everyday lives and like, like what people, how people see me and like, like they don't have the same worries, you know? And, I feel like in Canada, like it's, it's the everyday life is just, it's just not the same. You know, the, mm-hmm. the types of struggles are not the same. And, and yeah, like people like they wake up and like they go and then like they work and then they, they sell things on the street. Like there are so many street vendors. Like there's so many people <laughs> who like, who just trying to make a living, you know, just trying to feed the families. And that's right. And, and some people like they're happy with that, you know, and obviously not always the best way to live but like it's like i think it's it's just it's about appreciation and appreciating the small things that's you it know? That's i feel it. like that's a big lack in canada mm. wow mm. wow that is profound for real that's profound yeah. because uh i i think uh sometimes we don't realize how good we have it and <sighs> and uh you know when we don't realize how good we have it then we start to you know regardless of the abundance that we have it's like for some reason it's like it it's as if like it's a, i don't know what it is but that all of a sudden we think it's not enough yeah you know what i mean like when we think yeah. of like i mean i mean we you as a family you know we haven't you know we, we we didn't grow up like wealthy like we had like you know what i mean but we always had what we needed to have but mm-hmm. you know even us like we can you know when you look when you look at you know, how we, how, how you grew up, you know what mm-hmm. I mean, as a kid and, and now being in a different country, you know, you realize, you know, how much you have it. Mm-hmm. You, know, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's a, it's a funny thing to see nowadays when, you know, we have so much and yet we have so little at the same time. 
Yeah. You know, like, like I remember, like, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, ahead, it wasn't say. always easy, like, when we were growing up, like, it wasn't always easy. Like, we didn't always have, you know, a lot. But That's we right. had what we needed, you know, That's and right. we, and, and like, we, we were good with that. But, like, some people have so much less, you know. Yeah. And I've, I've literally seen, like, kids just, like, and even, like, I've seen, like, dogs, like, just walking around, like, just, like, like, nothing. That makes you think of Zuko, yeah, every time I see a dog, it makes me think of Zuko, you know? I was like, man, I hope Zuko's <laughs> But those who don't know, Zuko is our dog. We got a dog, yes. Yeah, so <laughs> the... <laughs> I know, it's like, there's so much things that people don't have, and yet they still live their life. Their yeah. Like, they live their lives, like, just being happy. And that's not always happiness, of course, but, like, they don't worry about these little things, you know? That's right. It's just, yeah. It's crazy. Wow, 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 wow. It's yeah. that's something else. It is something else. I'm I'm really uh I'm just uh excited in terms of uh the prospect of of you know everything that you're experiencing and what you're about to experience uh mm. in the next few months of your life. What an investment that is, you know, in your in your relationship with God. I, I feel like this is huge. Um Talk to us a little bit about, you know, your relationship with God and how is that how it has grown so far, like just like, you know, with within those first two months. At least try. So like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, one thing one thing I've learned is like I've always felt like your relationship with God is like just for you and God, you know, it's like it's your own I guess it is a personal thing, it is. And uh-huh. but like that personal relationship affects everything, you know? Yeah. And it affects all that you do. And like your relationship with God isn't only like when you're alone in your room, you know, your relationship with God is, is everything you do. You know, everything you think is everything. It's, it flows into like all the things that you do. That's right. And one thing, one thing I've learned and that was really, that was really big was like the speaker was talking about, like, was talking about like how like you, the guy goes to a buffet, right. And he only decides to eat like the chicken. You know, only eats one thing the entire time. Mm-hmm. But there's like so much to offer. There's so much variety. There's so much thing that God has to offer. And then you only like eat like one little thing. You know, and that was like a big thing because I felt like I wasn't experiencing like what God has for me to the fullest. You know, I was like only taking a little part of God when there's so much. Mm. You know, that's like one thing you would think. They were like, yo, eat the buffet. Like, yo, like try some of this, try some of that. Like, don't like, don't, don't, um, don't like, don't, uh, what's it called? Don't think too little of what God has for you, you know? That's right. And don't like, don't settle for, for little things. Like always like keep, keep being hungry, keep pushing and keep like seeking the Lord because there's, it's going to affect change into everything you do, you know, into every thing you, every like word you speak, you know? That's right. And that's one thing that's, uh, it's been like a real, like real change for me is that like, it's bigger than me, you know, it's bigger than my own life. You know, it's, 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 it's for everyone else. You know, it's, it's, uh, that's awesome. So, so how, how do you stay hungry for God when there's so much stuff competing for your affection and so much stuff competing for your time? Hmm. That's, you, that's big. You didn't think that you didn't think there was some deep questions today, did you? That's right. 
how do you already <laughs> different? Uh, <laughs> how do you see that? Like, there's, I mean, there's so much stuff competing for our time. Yeah. You know, so yeah. much stuff competing for our affections. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah. Like, even this week, uh, the topic was fear of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And, like, by the end of the week, like, we were making, like, different things and making a list and, like, asking the Holy Spirit, like, the things that were taking that place in our lives, the things that were, like, taking up that, taking up that, that main spot and taking up the things that are trying to get our attention. Mm-hmm. And, like, it can be anything. You know, that's right. And like the thing that you serve, like, like, uh, the thing that you spend the most time with, the thing that you serve is going to be your master, you know? And that's the craziest thing where like, um, like, uh, even people can be your master, you know? Right. And that's, Mm. that's, that's actually one of the things that I have to give up was like spending like so much time with people. Cause like there's in this community, like it's, it's like a, it's a real like strong community and some amazing people here. Like shout out to, you know, all my students and fellow, you know, students and everything, like, there's, like, spending time and, like, going out to the beach and, like, just having fun, like, there's so much things that you can do in life and so much things that you can, that are, are competing for your time that aren't necessarily bad things, but mm-hmm. it's, like, what do you most value? What do you most pay attention to? What do you yeah. most think about during your day? And, like, if those things are taking, like, the most prevalent spot, like, that has to be changed, I feel, you know? That's and, like, right. that's, revolving back to social media too, like it's, it's only, it's only a, it's only an issue when it becomes your life. Like it's only an issue when it becomes yeah, the most time you like, like, it's like same for your phone. Like it's only like these things are only an issue when it becomes like all that you are. Like when it becomes what you think about every single day, it's, it's, you it's know, crazy. it makes me think of, uh, I remember one time we were talking and we were having a, a little conversation, or I don't know, I, I don't know if it was a Bible study or if we were. I was sharing with you guys, with all the the whole family, about um, you know being sober in all things. Mm, yeah. Remember that? And then, yep. and we were sharing how you know whatever you take too much of, you you you're basically gonna get drunk. Mm. And when you're yeah. drunk, you you know basically your your faculties are are you know what I mean, diminished, right? Mm-hmm. And so so he was saying, in Scripture it was saying, you know, to be sober in all things, to be sober-minded, to be sober in all things. And so so, so there's nothing wrong with social media. To me, I feel like it's neutral in and out of itself. But if you yep. start yep. taking it too much, right, then you're, you're yep. drunk on it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like society is, like I feel there's a lot of push for us to get drunk on everything. Yep. You know what I mean? I feel like yep. there's there's so much. So that's why, like, you being in this environment, it must be such a challenge. Um, you know what I mean? Because it follows you, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like there's no social media in Mexico. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's everywhere, right? So how do you deal with, yep. how do you deal with that? Uh, at first, like, it was, it was hard because, like, there's, just so many things to do here in Mexico and so much people to meet and spend time with. And like, uh, yeah. And you want to be home too. If you want to like, I mean, you want to be like, know what's going on back home too. And you don't want to like yeah. be out of the loop, but also you want to be present and you want to learn, like you want to be here, you know, you want to right. focus in. So uh, a big change for me was, uh, was actually the stream that I had. And, and, uh, in the dream, like I had 
I, I was sent back home and like I was only remembering the things, the fun things, you know, the people and the the, the views and like all the things and like I, like after that I had a revelation, I was like, yo, like what is my focus here? You know, what am I here for? And and like the biggest thing that I should get out of it at the end of the day was my relationship with God. And that was a big that was a big shift for me in my focus and just like in my drive, you know, and for why I'm here. And so like I think that's what really which really like inspires me to like just stay focused and stay hungry because at the end of the day, like there's there's so much to offer, but like what matters is what matters is what like now like what what you spend the most time with is what matters to you. Yeah. You know, like if you, you your day will reflect who you are. Mm-hmm. And like it's just it's just that's how it is, you know. And it's it's reality. Like if you like if you it's it's like there was a teacher like this week and he was just talking, he was like I think like um he said, What do you spend the most time on, like the most money on? Yeah. And like uh yeah. like that's who your God is, that's who you're saying, like the one you spend the most time on who's your money on. Like think about like what's the first thing you think about it when you wake up in the morning? Like oh, boy. like different things, like he was really challenging us to uh, like, yo. <laughs> it was it was pretty crazy, you know. Wow. But it's the things that have value have like have cost, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's true. It's very true. And um there's a scripture that says that, you know, the 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 things that are the most important really, like I'm paraphrasing, are the invisible things. You know what I mean? The mm-hmm. invisible mm-hmm. things. You know what I mean? And then and the visible because the invisible things are everlasting, but the yeah. visible things are only temporal, right? They're only for a moment. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, this is uh, this is great, man. I'm I'm really enjoying I'm really enjoying this conversation with you. Uh, you know, it, it kind of, you know, as just to hear you talk and and to hear you, um, you know, giving me all these things like I it's like it's giving me a, a greater picture of of you um, of what you're learning and and you know, you're a picture of where you of where you are at this point of your life. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say? What would you say is is um, your main avenue of growth? What part of your so far in terms of your life? What would you What would you say is that you've seen so much that you've seen growth? Like, what area of your life have you seen much more growth so far? Mm, that's deep. Um, I guess one of the biggest things is like how I deal with reality. You know. Mm. Um, I feel like there's like, we always look for quick fixes to deal with what we're going through. Mm-hmm. And we always look for like fast ways to like, to, uh, get a quick, like get, like get, get, get rich quick or something like yeah. these little things that like we try and do to like, I don't know, like, like waste the time. Like, I feel like a uh, big thing that I've been uh, really growing in is investing time in what matters, investing in what matters. And that's like, you know, mm. Yeah, like like people and you know and God and of course like just yeah, like because like, what matters has value, you know. That's right. And the way you spend your time is the way that you value what you believe in. So like I think that was the biggest thing for me, like um because there are a lot of time wasters, but there are a lot of things that are gonna like that are gonna like grow you, that are gonna, you know, encourage those around you and that's gonna push you, you know. Yeah. So I just feel like um, that was just the biggest thing for me, like in terms of growth, like how you manage your time mm-hmm. and how you manage 
who you're spending your time with and like just right. like what you do when you're like when you're like not thinking about anything when you're not doing anything like what do you do then like what's the what do you think about when it's just like you you know that's right i feel like that's important it's your first time being away from your family <laughs> it's your first time being away from mom and dad for so long yep. for a long period how are you dealing with that what's what's uh, talk to me about that it's kind of nice <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't lie. Like it's, it's fun. <laughs> it's, hey man, we yeah. real around here. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, before yeah, it's, it's, before you tell me more, I have to say it's also fun for me too for my pockets because when I because <laughs> you're you're a big eater over here, man. <laughs> All right, go ahead. <laughs> it, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's it's awesome, you know. Like, uh. <laughs> you know, I love you guys, but like, I love spending time, you know, away. Um, yeah, I get to like eat food without constraints, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I knew the food thing was gonna come up. I knew it. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. Like, there's like, just eat, you know. <laughs> just food too. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know, I just, I, I enjoy, I'm enjoying it right now, you know, and like, also, like, it's, it's cool to see, like, um, I can see, like, like, uh, the different teachings, like, some of the, the teachers, like, a lot of the stuff they say, like, you said it before, mm -hmm. and a lot of the stuff, like, they're teaching, like, you have already, like, instilled, so it's cool to see, like, the connections between, like, where those principles came from. That's right. And how, like, I've already been growing because of you guys, you know? So mm -hmm. I thought it was pretty cool to see that as well. And just to see, like, um, just the fruit of that, you know? Because, yeah. like, uh, just how we relate to people. That's right. So, yeah. But it's definitely fun to be away from you guys. <laughs> Sorry to say. But, yeah. It's all right, man. It's okay. It's okay. I asked the question. <laughs> I opened the door. <laughs> <laughs> I, I opened the door, man. No problem. <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah, hey, yeah. For, well, you know what? The the thing is, I think for 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 um for parents, I mean the 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 goal is to train you guys up so you can function on your own, right? That's that's mm -hmm. the goal, is is for you guys to get there. And uh and and the process to get there will be different for every parent. Right, like the process mm -hmm. to get there will be different to, for every parent, but at the end of the day, we're still part of the same team. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, and so for yeah. me, the way I see it is, I'm happy that you get to have this experience for the next six months of your life. I'm happy that you get to experience away from us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Away from you know your 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 uh, your home and stuff like that, and 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 for you because it's part of growth as well for you. And for us, it's it's part yeah. of continuing to trust. You know, it's a, it's just another aspect of trust to allow yeah. your you know your son to be away for six months and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, yeah. it's, it's it's a win win situation for everybody. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a win for my pockets. That's for sure because <laughs> you know <laughs> we actually have bread. We have bread. <laughs> Oh, I've been eating a lot of bread. So uh, that's... A lot of tacos. <laughs> a lot of. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, 
Oh man, this is cool. Yeah, it's an extra cool. like good eight slices per day. Uh, <laughs> and not have and not have one of your slip siblings saying, Yo, you're taking too much bread, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, man, yeah. This is amazing. You know, as as uh, you know, we were kind of sharing how uh, right now, just you being away and stuff like that, and for the first time, you know, away and, and enjoying yourself. And um, I, you know, I always, for some reason, feel like there's kind of a, I don't know if it's a push. I don't know what it is from society that, you know, sometimes that that just wants to push kids away, but not in terms of being away um, physically, but in terms of the connection, like the relationship you know, mm. from, from mm. your parents and stuff like that. Like as if almost like, you know, I'm on my side and you're on your side. You're old. You don't understand me and all that kind of stuff and blah, blah, blah. I, I feel like it's it's like an, it's like a strong agenda to, to, to mm. separate people. You know what I mean? Like, but yet, you know, like that's, you know, I'm, I'm not flowing with that at all. And, and so how do, how do you feel about, you know, that aspect? You know what I mean? Of, of of what we just talked about right here in light of what we just talked about right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think society wants to create loneliness. Um, don't drop big nugget. Hold, hold on. Say that again. <laughs> society wants to create loneliness, you know? Okay. Okay. All right. And mm-hmm. like when there's, when there's no defense system, like if you're lonely, like there's, you can't see your blind spots. You know, you're you're mm. you're a victim to, to to a lot of things. Wow. And like that's that's one thing I've seen. Wow. Uh just like the way you guys grew up, like we grew up as a family, we grew up as a unit. You know, if you but if you don't have that system there, like you can't you can't like go as far as you need to go because like you can always have like a like something behind you that you won't notice or like things in your life you won't pick up. Mm-mm. So like, yeah, like if you're lonely, like it's, it's, and it, and it drives a lot more issues too, you Ooh, know? Preach it, sir. Preach. Boy, you, <laughs> you, you are dropping yeah. it right now. No. Oh, oh, I didn't see that one coming. That was a, that was a left one right there. I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> wow. Seriously. Wow. Seriously. Wow. You know what? It's, yeah. it's, it's a, it's a, wow. I didn't see that one coming at all. Like I, you know, it's it's a it's a it's an approach. You know what I mean? Like they're trying to create just lonely people, loneliness. Yep. Oh, and yep. and it's the worst. The worst is to 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 experience that kind of loneliness, even when you're surrounded with family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Like you try to make it seem like you're dealing with something all on your own. You know, even though there's people around you, like like it tries to seclude you. In your right. own little world where you're dealing with what you're dealing with, like alone. And, and that's like, a lot. All the different aspects. You exactly. Except there's always, there's always somebody. Wow. And like, the, that's what like, like I was saying, social media and like, the different like way, like, like even music and everything, like it, it all points to something, you know, it all brings you somewhere. Yeah. And loneliness is a part of that, you know? Wow. Yeah. I think that's why we see. Um, you know, a lot of teen suicides and stuff like that as well, because exactly. when you feel you're so lonely that you feel that you're all you're you're dealing with this alone and nobody understands you and blah blah blah, mm. and it's all that lie. It's a lie. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
Yeah. Hey man, I'm I'm I am so again, I'm I have to say first and foremost, I mean you I know that you know, but I still gotta say it anyway. First of all, I'm I'm so proud of you. Like I'm I am like I have a major sense of pride right now. It's like um, <laughs> and I thank God for for you, for your your life. Um, you know what I mean? And for you experiencing what you're experiencing right now, because at the end of the day, every parent wants um, for their kids to be the best version of themselves. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. To be to be what God wants them to be. You know, that's another another way of saying that to me. You know what I mean? To be yeah. the best version of themselves. And yeah, um, when I had the um, last episode, I was talking about at one point, I was talking about looking at the man in the mirror. You know what I mean? And, mm. and, and what do you see when you look at the man in the mirror? Um, mm-hmm. so, so, you know, and, and me, when I look at the man in the mirror, I, if we're both standing one next to each other, I can see much more than you because I can see inside. Mm. Right. So let me ask yeah. you this question. What do you see when you look at the man in the mirror? That, that was a big thing in, in our, in our classes and our topics. And, um, um, we were we were thinking about that a lot, and we had a lot of time to reflect on how you see yourself, you know, and how you see people, mm-hmm. and uh, and the way God sees us, you know, it's always you know precious, you know, we see us as sons and and daughters of of the kingdom. So that's that's just what it's been like to learn and and to shift that mindset, you know, and to see myself the way God sees me. And one thing that was important for me especially in this process, it was like, um, I'm not like when I see myself in the mirror, first I see, first I see, uh, you know, a work in progress, you know, I see someone that's not perfect and I see someone that's in need, you know, and I see someone who, who's, uh, who's just like, you know, not like not perfect, but I see someone who's, you know, who's valued and someone who's accepted and someone who's, who's believed in by God and who's, you know, it was a son of God. It was a, it was a child of, of the kingdom. Mm-hmm. And it's not always easy to see that. It's not always easy to, to like have those lenses there. But, um, that's the thing about identity, like your identity, like where does that come from? And like, it should always be from what God says about you. Yeah. And that's, what's going to reflect to everyone around you and just, yeah, just identity in general, you know? So, yeah. Wow. That's amazing. That's that's beautiful right mm-hmm. there. That's really beautiful right there. Wow! Like uh, w- it's already been almost an hour. We've been talking. We've been chit chatting just like that, and uh, just sharing different nuggets of, uh, <laughs> of of beautiful thing. Yeah, I, the the whole goal of this is to really help and to bless people, um, you know, out there, different families and stuff like that, and. And for yeah. them to be able to to receive, you said something earlier. I want I want to just piggyback on that real quick. I want to go back on that. You said how because um, we we're talking about social media, phones, and whatever. I just want to quickly come back to that real quick before we finish. You you said it takes maturity to have a phone. Yep. You know those were your words. You said it 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 takes maturity, and mm-hmm. and I kind of. I held on to that. I wrote it down as you were talking. I held on to that. And I wanted to come back on it and just to ask you to expand on that a little bit because 
you know, sometimes we see parents, you know, giving phones to their kids and, you know, sometimes it's like, leave me alone here. You know, you gotta, you know what I mean? Like just sometimes it's distractive thing, you know, so at mm-hmm. least you're not out. But you said it takes maturity, you know, to, mm-hmm. to, to do. Can you expand on that a little bit more? Yeah. Um, one thing one of the speakers was talking about was like, like, if you, um, the phone itself is just the phone, you yes. know, yes. the phone has the power to do a lot of things, a lot of beautiful things, a lot of wonderful things. And the thing about maturity is that like, yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Like the, the problem isn't the phone. The problem is, is you. The problem is how you see the phone, yes. how you use it. And yeah, like maturity is, you know, it's a lot of things. It's self-control. It's knowing who you're, who you are. It's knowing your identity and, uh, and like it's, it's it's easy to say that you're mature, but your maturity is going to be like the fruit of your maturity is going to be in your actions and how yeah. you relate to people and how you Come on. how you see the how you see the world and how you like you know behave now and, and who you are really like what your thought process is you know yeah and that's what I feel like uh, when I see like all these young people on social media even myself like when I was younger on social media like I wasn't mature though yeah. and like it, it's it hasn't been the best things for me because social media in and out of itself, it, it is what it is. But like, you just, you need to have just like a lot of, a lot of important values, like self-control, like, uh, like, like I was saying, like knowing who you are and just being firm in your identity. Yeah. Because that's what, that's what a phone can do. If you're not sure in that, it can sway who you are. It can like influence that, you know? So Mm-hmm. You gotta be smart and, and and wise with that. So I feel like that's what maturity is, you know. That's right. This is mm-hmm. very good, man. This is very good, man. I I think um, I hope I hope we'll be able to have another episode with you live from Mazatlan, Mexico. I don't know. I hope we'll be able to. I know you guys are gonna be leaving, uh, like because you're almost at the end of your first three months. Right. Yep. Yep. So, yep, yep. so what's next after the three months? What's next for you after the three months of lecturing? Then what's next? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So we we just finished week seven. Uh-huh. So now we're on week eight of uh week eight week eight of twelve weeks. Okay. And so after after that, it's gonna be uh we're gonna be like our basically like the whole DTS separated into four teams. Uh-huh. And my team is gonna go to some Mexico mega cities. Okay. So we're going to be in Leon, Monterrey, and Guantarada, and then maybe Puerto Vallarta or something like that. Yes, yes, yes. But, I, uh, yes I went there for vacation. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, I didn't we, even know. Yeah, okay. Puerto Vallarta. Do you know, uh, do you remember when we went to Mexico for uh, your okay, uncle's yeah, wedding? Yeah, yeah. That was there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, so, you, so know, you can't be mad at us no more. Right <laughs> I don't want to think about that right now. I don't want to hold on to the past. Right uh, <laughs> I don't want to have any bitterness. Uh, <laughs> hey, at least you get to go. At least you get to go. <laughs> <laughs> Once I'm here in Mexico, I think that fulfilled it. You know, like that was a very sad moment, but plus I'll be able to go there, which is awesome. So. <laughs> I'm not mad about it. I'm not mad about it. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. This is wonderful, man. This is great. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Yeah. And, 
Yeah, so we're gonna do we're gonna do like uh intercession there. Okay. Uh compassion ministry, mercy and awesome. evangelism. That's awesome. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Got a kids ministry as well. Okay, oh, kids ministry as well. Yeah. That's awesome. Hey, yeah. this this has been a wonderful interview. I I want to uh, really thank you so much for taking the time and doing this with me uh, today. I've, I've been looking forward to that one. So so thank you so much for sharing. Uh, I yeah. know I know this episode is going to be a blessing for a lot of people, a lot of families out there. Uh, if you had one last thing you wanted to say, one last, you know, this is your, your final message here. You want to share yeah. something with, you know, the, the young people, parents, whoever's listening, what would it be? Um, what do you value and why do you value it? And what do you believe and why do you believe what you believe? Mm-hmm. I feel like I want to ask these questions to, to these people and just to spend a little bit of time and, 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 and think about the way you spend your time and just like, yeah, like, just to focus on what really matters, you know? That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you so much. It was a real honor, real pleasure uh, to have you on this podcast. Uh, It's an honor. There you have it, people. Messiah Gabriel Aristides, live from Mazatlan, Mexico. Thank you so much once again. And thank you, everybody, for listening, for liking. You know what to do. Uh, you know, like it, share it. There's going to be more coming. Thank you so much, guys. I really appreciate you. This interview was uh, really profound. It was great. I enjoyed it. And uh, there's definitely going to be more. So you guys, God bless. You take care. You stay safe. And we love you. Faith Family Finance, the podcast. Stay tuned for more. Peace out.